You expect miracles in this place. Can we all stand this morning as we welcome to the stage the set man of this house, the father of this house, to come and minister the word. Please put your hands together for Pastor Darrell. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much for coming this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the wonderful praise and worship to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this morning. Something happens when you are, when you open your heart and you, and you, and you pray out of, you worship out of your spirit and you pray out of your spirit and, and it, it is, a, and, and then what happens as you, as you raise your hands, um, it, it, it means that something, something has moved from the inside uh, to, to show outward how much you love him. And so it is important for us to, um, to when we come into the presence of God, it doesn't matter what kind of character you are. Maybe you're an introvert, but, but when you know who we are worshiping, you know when we, who we are praising, it is a sign of honor when you forget about everybody around you and you, and you lift your hands and you say, and you say, you are my king, you are my Lord, you are my everything. And I, I, don't, I don't care who says what, even if I look like a fool in front of men, Hallelujah. Honor, honor, honor. I will honor you. I will honor you until I breathe my last breath. Until all strength is out of me. And then I'll still push through. And I will honor you and I will worship you. Something happens. It moves the heart of God when we move from a place of saying to doing. And so when we get to a place, church, that we should never become uh, so saved that we don't know how to worship anymore and to praise anymore. I want to continue with our series about the love of God, the love of God. You will remember uh, a month or two ago we started on the series and then we had a, a pause in between. And so we will continue this morning. We started off and we spoke about the love of God. And we, we, then, we then said, what type of love do we need to be able to forgive somebody or to move on a level where it doesn't make sense. And so we said, we, we went to the foundational scripture that we use in John chapter 13, verse 34, 35. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love for one another. We also spoke then about love will replace selfishness. Love will replace selfishness. We as human beings, we are naturally selfish. You don't have to teach me to be selfish. We're just naturally selfish. And, and if, we, if we don't cultivate the love that God gives us, the thorns of selfishness will come, will come up in our gardens. And so we must always, always like a good gardener, will always say, there's always work in a garden. If you have grass at home, you always have to keep it short. Grass knows how to grow. Grass doesn't know how to look after itself. It cannot cut itself. A tree cannot prune itself. And so we as children of God, we have to, we have to cultivate and, and, and learn how to, how to keep our garden neat. The garden of our heart needs to be pruned. It needs to be cut. It needs to be... Uh, have you ever seen a beautiful garden? Beautiful. Or a neat lawn that's cut. You walk past and you say, mine going to be like that one day. And, and then you say, but, but you, you find out how that happened and, and, and so forth. So love will, replace, will, love will replace selfishness. The Bible also says that we are born of love. So the moment we got saved, the, the, we got born. So in, other, so in other words, the love of God got placed on the inside of us. So we don't have an excuse and say, I can't love them because it is born in you. The reason that we can't is because it's not activated in us, but it doesn't mean that it's not in us. And so people say, but I can't do this. I can't do that. No, you must just learn how to activate what God has placed on the inside of you. Are, are you with me? We also then spoke to you about what this love is. What this love, what type of love and what love is. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 3, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments 
So in other words, I cannot operate in on this love level, God's love level, if I do not read the word, if I do not keep the word, amen? And so some people say, but I just can't, I just can't. You just told me you're not spending time in the word. There's no easy way out. You have to speak and the more, because you're already born, but now to activate it and to live it, you have to spend time in the word. Are you with me? Are you with me, church? Are you, with me? you can never be victorious in an area in your life if you do not spend time in the word of God concerning an area in your life. Are you with me? Are you with me? That's why you can get people that they have, they have many praise songs during the week. They've got the word of God inside of them about praise and worship. And they've got so much word of praise and worship inside of them. And then, and then oh my word, it's so easy for them to worship because there's enough word on the inside of them. But the same person that can worship is miskin stingy. Are you with me? They don't want to give. They don't want to sow. They, they don't want to give. They just want to hoard everything. They just want to keep everything for themselves. Because in one area, they've got the word of God, and that expresses the love of God because they've got that, that, that word inside of them. But then they lack in another area. Do you know in the garden, you don't just get roses. You get lilies. You get, you get, you get, um, you get sunflowers. You get dahlias. You get a variety of stuff. In the garden of God, oh, did you notice that not all of us look the same? There's different trees. There's different faces. There's round. There's fat. There's skinny. There's bones. Wow. That's why even the world has, 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 has caught this truth. That's why in some shops you have small, medium, large, extra large, and XXL. Right? In the house of God, you get different types of people. But we serve one God that has placed of himself in us. That it doesn't matter whether you medium, large, XX, XL, it matters what's on the inside of you. Are you with me? Are you with me, church? And so the, the, love, of, the love of God is very important for us to understand that this is the love that God speaks about, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. The Bible calls us to walk in love and as we walk in love, we ought to walk in the word. Because it is the word of God, the more we walk in the word, the more we will express the love of God. Isn't that amazing? The more we walk in the word, the more we will express the love of God. Now you know, the moment, just, just check this out. Don't try it, it's very dangerous. The less you spend time in the word, the more you become carnal. Have you, have you checked that some of you, that I'm just going to take a break this week. I'm just going to skip. I'm just going to skip one prayer. It's two months later. Can I get an amen right there? So, and the more you become carnal and the more you become fleshly and the more you become desensitized to what is right. That's amazing. No. When the, when the enemy is going to attack you, he will always try, number one, to get you away from the word. Because he knows that the word of God is more powerful than a two-edged sword. The moment you start to walk in the word and you live the word, it starts to cut him. In the spirit, it, it, it cuts. What does a knife do in the natural? It cuts. A sharp knife, it cuts through stuff. In the spirit, the knife, the sword is more real. So when you speak the word, it cuts him. That's why you see he leaves you quickly. But if you don't have the word, you've got nothing to cut. So he advances. He says, do this, do that. Just do it once. Just do it one more time. Ah, when it's not that bad. Can you feel how good it feels? Can you feel? And, and after a while, after a while when you don't, life, 
do you, do you know, now I don't know if you're too religious on me, but let me teach you this. Do you know it is much easier to go to work than to get into the word? Oh, you're not. It's much easier to get up, to go somewhere, than to get up and to pray. Have you ever noticed that if you say that I'm going to pray and I'm going to say, you don't wake up. You don't, you don't wake up. You just, it's hard. You, 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 you look for excuses not to wake up. You put the thing on snooze. You put on double snooze. You, just to say, I'm going to wake up. But the thing is, the longer you lie down, the later it becomes until it's too late to spend time in the word of God and then you get up for work and every day it's a rush, it's a rush, it's a rush. Everything is a rush from the morning till the evening. Can I get an amen right there? So now the first time when you're going to make a decision and you're going to act on love is when you jump up. Some people have got the grace to lie and pray, I don't. My wife can lie in bed and, and have the covers over and pray. I, I, and she prays, she can pray, she can pray. I promise you, I do Reba Siki. After that, it's gone. If I do that, I go to sleep again. It's like, it's like anesthetic, anesthesia. They put you under that thing when you, before you go in an operation, they put you under, they sleep. You sleep, you sleep, you sleep. Love, write this down now, let's continue. Love becomes active through the knowledge of the word of God. The love of God will become active through the knowledge of the word of God. Listen what the word says in 1 John 4 verse 7 to 8. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Now even faith and love are born into you, but it will lie dormant if you do not act on the word. Faith, faith and love works together. Faith will not work. It's so powerful. That God says, let, let me give you a new commandment that you love, but not on your level, on my level. Because everything hinges on love. Even your faith will be hindered if it's not moved by love. It will be sustained by love. Are you with me? Sometimes we ask, who faith Why, if I, if I say stuff out of my mouth, why don't I see progress? Why don't I see, you see, because can, can it be, can it be that you want, to, you want to walk in the things of God, but, but you don't love, want to love like God? Love. Because, listen to this, church. Because if you do not love, then God will always send you to people that you don't love to bless. Yay! Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. God will send you to people you despise to be a blessing. Because... Because, because you don't know everybody's heart and you don't know the journey that God has for them, but God is looking for a vessel through which he can work without any hindrance. So God says, whatever I bring to you, will you first look at who it goes to before you will obey me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Through all this corona and through all this, there was a pressure on the church to seek things because clients, or you're under pressure to provide for your house and there's not so much so much stuff to go around with and the first thing is whatever business I get whatever job I get hey I cannot be fired from this job because there's nothing so now it comes to But how much do you love God? Amen. The word of God will activate the faith. The, 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 the love Amen. of God. The word of God will activate that you do the... Do you know how many times I was present during this course? Not to give. Do you know how much pressure there is? Number one, I'm a pastor. I'm a dad to many. But I'm a husband... And I'm a father to my own house. Which means I must look at how after this house. But I must look after my own house. I must, I must make sure that, that things are in place here. But I must always also make sure that things are in place at home. So it is in the middle of 
Do you know that the church runs on a budget? So if you are not faithful, then can you keep it up? Because the same people who see it, can you not keep it up? So I must say, come on, the mirror crack here and crack here, but I see. And now I sit, I sit in, I say, okay, there's there's sixty percent unfaithful. The forty percent is faithful. Sixty percent don't show up. Forty percent show up. In your life. 60% of your, of your friends won't show up. Maybe if you're happy, 10% will show up when you go through some stuff in life. Then you ask yourself, where's the love? And yet, I sit in between that the mirror moet gepaint word, ons kan nie wachie, because it begin to work on my carry. Maar daar sê die geld nie. En mense moet betaal word. En die lichte moet brand. En my huise lichte moet brand. En daar moet petrol wees, en daar moet die wees. En I was pressured not to sow. Not to give. And then I sat in my room, and the Lord said, how many times was this church, or you, were in a situation where, where it looks like things are not going to work out and then God reminded me that I will give you strategy. I want you to build relationships with people so that you can walk into their lives anytime because they have what you need. Love will change everything. So now, because of my relationship of getting back into, of getting into this thing, I must understand that my expression, and the Lord said, now you go look for opportunities to go so in your dry season. Oh, you're not with me. Because that is an expression. Of, it's painful. It's bloody. Look to somebody and say, love is bloody. It's a bloody business. In the midst of us doing what we're supposed to do, God will always come through. God will always. God, have you ever, 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 got to a point where love becomes bloody. Where blood has to flow to show love. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever come, your marriage covenant is a bloody business. You have to, blood must flow. I'm not talking about you and your wife fight. Love is bloody. It is messy. Hey, you're not with me. Relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, it's a bloody business. Friendships, because it's all covenants, all covenants. It's bloody. Brother and sister, it's a bloody business. Can somebody shout, it's a bloody, it's a bloody business. So whenever you get into a friendship, whenever you got, get into God's business, it's a bloody business. Oh, can I preach this? Can I preach this? Too, is, this too, is this too heavy for you? So in order for you to handle the bloodiness, because after the bloodiness comes, there's a cleansing. It costs the blood of Jesus to clean, to clean us up. It costs the love of God that brought the blood, a messy business, to clean. Uh, you, you're not listening to what I'm saying. It took the father to send his son that was cut into pieces to clean us up, to show the expression of love. The word was cut up by his father so that the blood could flow to clean us up. The bloody business in your relationship is meant not to destroy you, but to clean up. To clean up some stuff over your life. That's why some people don't want to look at your bloodiness. 
because they can't handle it. They don't understand that where you are right now, it's a messy business. But guess what? Keep on watching. Keep on watching. Keep on watching. Keep on, keep on watching. And so as, 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 as the, the love becomes active through the knowledge of God, we see the power of God starts to demonstrate in the natural what happened on the inside of us. Are you still with me? The Bible says in Philippians chapter 1 verse 9, And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgment. The love of God is released in your life by acting on the knowledge of the word of God. Based on the knowledge of the word of God. Which, which means I cannot move on a level of revelation in an area without getting to know the word. Are you with me? Are you with me? The love of God. The love of God. So without revelation knowledge, love lies undeveloped. Love lies. Ricardo, love lies undeveloped. The potential lies dormant. It is undeveloped. Because in an area of their lives, they... They allowed love to have its fullness through the word of God. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? As you know, we, we are on a 28-day thingy. I'm telling you, many things have changed in my life. I'm not fasting. I'm not fasting. I'm not fasting. I'll tell you when I'm fasting. I'm not fasting. I'm, 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 just, I'm just having a more healthier eating plan. Right? There's a difference between fasting and eating plan. Right? 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 So I've already experienced the benefits. Yes. I've already experienced the benefits. Can you see it? Who knew me before I went onto this thing? Who knew me? Who knew me? Who saw me? I used to walk like this. Yeah, this thing was tight. This thing pulled. Pull. But now there's space in between. And I'm not done yet. I'm not done. I'm halfway through. Amen. Sometimes when you start to get into the world, people start to see the effects. And they look at you and they say, something happened to the they can't put their finger on it until you tell them. But but they can't put their finger. All of a sudden your, your speed change, your your actions change. Your, Yo, yo, they smile with Amo. They were smiling. You weren't a smiler. You weren't, you weren't somebody that was overly friendly or so. But something happened to you. Even it affect your smile. It affect your smile. It affect. That's why, that's why many people, many people won't even know when you go through a trial. They only hear about it after you went through it. And they say, my God, my God, what happened to you? No, no, what happened was I, uh, I stuck into the word. I got a revelation of this thing in my life. And because of that, love, 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 love grew in certain areas and love killed certain things. Negativity will be killed by love. Are you with me? We live in a time where God wants to show up. How appropriately? How appropriately the words of the song that Jillian danced speak a miracle. I see a miracle. The moment you start to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I receive my miracle. Lord, I receive my miracle. Lord, it doesn't look like anything is going to happen. I receive my miracle. I receive my breakthrough. I receive, I receive my miracle over my marriage. I receive the miracle over my children. I receive the miracle over this house. I receive the miracle over my business. I receive a miracle over this church. I receive a miracle over the brothers. I receive a miracle over the sisters. I receive a miracle over the unborn in this house. I receive a miracle. And you start to say it. You start to say it. You start to say it. You, later on, you start to, the first time you say it, you don't believe really what you say, but you keep on saying it. And you keep on saying it, and you keep on saying it, and you keep on saying it. And as you say, your garden starts to change. It gets cut. Hallelujah. You're, in the spirit, you start to see some things change because it's the force of faith through love that activates and changes the natural. Are you with me? And no person had a hand in it. It was just you and God. And you kept on saying it. Even when you didn't feel like saying it. I was playing yesterday in Tivata School. It was raining. 
If I was going to play, I'm just going to play. And so we, we only eat five hours in between, um, after every five hours. Now, if you know me, I have to eat after every five minutes. Now, now five minutes is not five hours. In the beginning, it was stuff. I've got this thing when I at home. Maybe you guys do it too. The guys, the guys. That's why some women don't want to take off leave with the husband. Because every five minutes, I've got to eat. What are, what are we going to eat? That's all that's on our mind. What are we, what we, what, what we going to eat? What, what are we going to eat? What, what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? Before they say it, you say, nothing, nothing, nothing. We're only going to eat lunchtime. So, so what, I've tried, what, what I've discovered, this is natural, revealing spiritual. Listen to this. Then, then I said, the moment I started to, to change my eating habits, all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I got attacked. Attacked. I got attacked in my mind. I said, but you need to. But then my tummy says, I don't want to. Because the food that I ate was enough nourishment for the body that it did not crave for it. But my mind said, you know you want it. But my body said, no, I don't want it. So there's a fight between the stomach and the mind. There will be a fight between you and your flesh. <laughs> there will be, but you, you, and then, and then, here's the test, here's the test. I'm stronger, I know. Ask me, ask me quickly, how do I know? Ask me. I dare you, ask me how do I know that I'm stronger now when it comes to food. Ask me. Thank you, Job. Thank you. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. You want to know? We played. We get to the, to the first nine. We got 18 to play. First nine. I order for everyone. <laughs> that's, that's how you know. When you can order and you order for you too. And as you walk, because at the eight you phone two, and guess who ordered? I ordered myself. Yes. There's two holes to go. So now there's a fighting. But I'm going to prove to myself there must be a test. In your life as a Christian, there must be a test. Can somebody shout, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Bring it on, bring it on. When it's going gonna, it's gonna to rain in the next couple of weeks, it's going to storm. You're going to wake up on the Sunday morning. You're going to tell the devil, bring it on. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Make a long story short so we get closer. So all the food, good bought chips. Can I preach this? Something natural that reveals spirits, spiritual truth. Are you still with me? The love of God, the knowledge and revelation. And so, and so, check, check, Mikapo. Guess who go get the food? I'm a provider and a waiter. As I walk with the stuff, listen to me, not speaking a word of a lie. They bring the food. Where's Rendo? Is Rendo here? Rendo was my carry. Am I speaking the truth, Rendo? Yes. So my stuff is there. And the guy started to eat. It did not even move me. The only thing that I was focused on, one o'clock, I can eat my evil. One o'clock. You know, while they were sitting there, I said, I cannot give this up. I cannot eat this and mess up my evil experience. It was, it was we, we, we finished up at about, 2.12, remember I must still, we must drive. I put the evil by my caddy. I said, it's not, it's not 12 o'clock yet, or 1 o'clock. I got home. The evil was ready for me. Evil. Evil. 
And then, and then my mind said, this is not what you need. But my tummy said, that's what you need. Sometimes, now I, 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 I must admit, I did cheat Friday night. <laughs> Rewards. <laughs> yes, but I, I could not really cheat the Saturday again. What is, what is my point? That when we start to speak about love, there are some things you'll have to give up. If you haven't, you'll get another test. It's not over. Take the test, Olivia, Fadi Toots, dear. Fadi Toots, look to somebody and say, it's not over, take the test. Again, we call it grace. Take the grace test again. Now, if you're serious before the next test, you have to stock up. You have to get into the word. Don't ask somebody to come and pray for you. Don't need pray. You need to get into the word yourself. And then if there's an area in your life that you can't handle, you get scriptures in that area that will, it will be a bloody business. There will be a fighting going on. But you know what? When you get to the other side, you will be victorious. The other side, people will start to see the effects. And then now you can take your experience. This, you can only experience God. You can't explain God. And out of your bloody experience, you can start to be cleansed. And the clogged up pipe is cleaned out so that the grace with which you have been affected through the word of God and the love of God, now it can flow through so that that same grace can flow from your heart into their hearts. Can I preach this? Can I have one, five more minutes then I'm done? Are you still with me? The Bible says that this type of love that we are talking about, this new level of living, the Bible called it perfected love. Not perfected love, perfected love. I like it, I like it, I like it when, when, when colored people and white people speak English and even African people speak English like they speak their language. Can I show you? Don't say grace. Or say grace, man. Not the power of God. The power of God. Power. When we sing a word of song, power of God. That's power of God. The perfected love. Listen what the Bible says. That this life is perfected. 1 John 2, 5, 6 says, But whoso keepeth his word. Whose word? God's word. In him verily is the love of God perfected. Yea. Hereby know he that we are in him. Which means, if I don't keep God's word, I'll, I, cannot, I cannot walk, even if I want to, I can't walk in that love. I want to say I forgive you, but I can't. Because we've got no substance. And even if we say we forgive you, and we have no word substance, then we say, but I'll never forget. So every time when we fight, you always bring it up. Because the love that you try to forgive me with cannot sustain your word. <laughs> huh? It is only, I like to make the word practical, it is only a woman that can pick up the socks through the love of God. Every time. And be challenged. 
Yes. Yes. It is only a man. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs, a woman that, 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 that um, works on a man's nerves, I'm paraphrasing, is like a tap that's dripping. I drip. And you're sleeping. But you, you can wake up through a And the first thing that everything is, no one stand. Nobody wants to get up to sort out the washer. And it's amazing that that, tip, that thing only starts to drip when you're in your deepest. It drips that your subconscious, the subconscious wakes you because of a drip. And then you turn around to the other side, thinking that if you close it with the cushion, but you hear, irritatingly, it's nauseating, it's frustrating. And then in the midst of the tick, Every tick, you hear your wife's voice. Why didn't you fix the tap? I told you to fix the tap. I asked you last month. You know why we fix stuff in at home? Not because we want to. We don't want to hear the. <laughs> and, and and some would find it offensive when I when I say it, but it it happens. A man doesn't want to know what he's not doing. He wants to know what he is doing. He is doing. So, the love of God, as you get into the word, woman, listen to me, listen. As you get into the word, it takes that type of love. Can I preach this? Can I preach? And then I'm done. I'm done for the day. Can I preach this? Then we're going to pray for all the men. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. When, when you, when you. Hear the drip, the tick, 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 tick. You turn over to your husband because you love him and you love God. And you say, hubby, don't do this. Yay! No, don't do that. A man, don't, you can't do that. Can I teach you this? I'm, I'm, I promise you, I promise you. The love, it's only God. It's only, it's only God. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. It's only God that can soften your tongue 12 o'clock at night. Because women sleep lighter than men usually. So they heard the tick before you ever heard it. They heard it two weeks ago. You only now take note. They heard it. But this morning, it builds up, men. And it, it builds, it builds, it builds, it builds until it reaches crescendo. And then as a fountain, as it, it, it spews up, it, it, it pushes, it, it, it gets through it. As fast as it went up, it comes crashing down. And that's when they tell you, you can have a soft landing or you can have a crash landing. Men like soft landings. They like, we feel in control. 
Just try it next time by the grace of God. You turn around and you say, my dear, wonderful, strong, man. The one I hold dear to my, do you say all that in the morning? You see that? You, you're getting that guy to, I mean, you don't even talk about the tick, tick there. No, you don't talk. When, when you start to speak to his ego, it propels a man to say, but, but you can never, ever treat your wife. This all goes on in seconds. That you leave a tap to drift like that while she's saying you gracious, strong, bold, fearless, wise, comforter, tap closer. Hey! See, that, that, that is what, hey, 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 hey. As you start to speak, as love, love, as you start to speak, that, that man goes one, two, three, four, five. Next morning, next morning, that man gets out. If he has to get out the plumber, whatever he has to has to, to get out, what he does is he gets that. You sleep the next night, guess what you hear? He's sleeping, and you look at that man, and you praise God. Say, Lord, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for love. Thank you that I got into the word. Thank you. That man starts to do stuff differently. That man says, never again will you on a Friday night make food for us. Never. Not as long as I live. What do you want, love? Fish and chips? Or chips and fish. <laughs> you, you just tell me. You, you tell me. I, I'm your man. I can, I can get it for you. I'll be your driver. I'll be your chauffeur. I'll be everything you want me to be. Yes. Tomorrow, yesterday, the same and forever. I will be your man. Where did it start? Where did it start? With the type of love of God. You got into the word of God. Started to meditate on the word of God. Started to say. And vice versa. Goes for the, right? Woman, write this down. Don't ever forget it. I'm going to close it down. I'm going to close. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you, I'm going to bring you home now. I'm going to bring you home. I'm going to bring you. We in Joburg, I'm going to bring you home now. I'm going to bring you. I'm going to bring you home. Let this flame come down now. Fasten your seatbelt. Fasten, 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 fasten. As you... 1 John 2, 5, 6 says, as you keep this, the love of God is perfected. As you keep what? His word. As you act on the word, the love of God is perfected in you. Through the word, here it comes. Can I bring you home? The, the Holy Spirit ignites and makes the word that you've been speaking and meditating on alive. So now you start to do things, even in this church, not for me. Listen to me. Or any pastor that God will bring into this house, even long after me, you never do stuff for your leader. You never do stuff. The love, the love that you have, has for God, propels you to do stuff for him here. So as you honor here, first honor there. Are you with me? The things that you do at home for your mother and for your father, it's, it's not an attitude of have to. It's an attitude of want to. And the want to come from love to him and for him. Does it take time? Yes. Will you do everything right? No. But you will, you will the tap will be closed. The valve, the, 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 the washer will be solid. In our relationships, if, if we, you know, there's a, you can hurt the tap you know that? You can hurt a tap. It's supposed to be a blessing to you. But now it's kind of as a curse. Because the tap that should give you water is the tap that irritates you also. So if you keep on 
squeezing you. There's a way you close the tap. You must, some people think everybody's uh, 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 um, uh, um, uh, bodybuilders. They turn that thing and they can hear the tap says Aina. But they feel in their heart now it's properly closed. No, you're putting the washer under pressure. What am I saying? God has given us his word so that love can be manifested in the earth for his pleasure and to his honor. And at the same time, as we start to close the tap, as we have relationships, we never squeeze relationships. We never put relationships under unnecessary pressure. The love, the love, of, the love of God. When God sent Jesus Christ, He never put us under pressure to serve Him. He said, "Whomever will come, a willing heart." He said, "Willing, willing." He says, "He says, and now that you come to me, who wants to serve me with a willing heart?" So when you come, there's no pressure. There's no, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. But you know, you, we cannot even serve in this church without having the love of God manifested and revealed to us through God's word the importance of serving. Is it easy to serve? No. Is it going to cost you? It's a bloody business. It's a bloody business. Courtney, it's a bloody business. Because sometimes when you come to practice, you could have gone out with Leonard. But, but you made a sacrifice and a choice of willingness. That Lord, if this is what the price is for now, I can go out another day. But, but I would have loved to go out now. And, and it would have been maybe more special if we go now. But, but I, have, I have settled in my heart that I will serve you even if it cost me one date. And Leonard comes and, and Courtney says, but we have to go this Saturday. We have to. And Leonard says, but I've already made a commitment. It's a bloody business. And Courtney is a bit, doesn't feel okay. But she in her heart knows because she's in that position also that I know the sacrifice. But I can promise you Courtney, nothing that we do for God will be in vain. And I'm not talking about you'll get your reward there, you'll get it here. And I think many times that, that is what we miss in the church, is that because we don't see the reward now, um, we'll never see it. A time of testing, especially when you're a child of God, a time of testing will prove whether you've overcome a thing or whether you have to go back to the drawing board again. Now, there's some people that never learn. They don't want to learn. They want to do the same thing. But let that not be known of you. That you will love God. Because the Bible says we cannot please God without faith. And the Bible says faith works by love. Can you see how it is interconnected? God says, God says in Hebrews, you cannot please me without faith. But then, but then love comes and says that this faith that God requires doesn't work without love. So, answered prayer is almost impossible when a believer refuses to forgive. can pray, you can worship, you can, but if you don't forgive, now, now how do you forgive? Let's go back. You have to have a revelation of the love of God. Are you with me? It's interconnected. Are you with me? Like an airplane. It can have the wings, but maybe it doesn't have the engine to thrust it. So you can have the plane, you can have the potential but you can't move forward and activate the force of lift. 
because there is no thrust, there's no speed. Are you with me? And so, so you can come to church. You can sing the best songs. You can, you can even be a giver. But the Bible says if you've done all this, it's like just a sound, clinging sound that you make. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible is very clear. Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision. So it makes us like of of Zaino Basnida is of me. It doesn't matter whether you are a sinner or proclaim that you are saved. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. I've learned something that as, as a person in authority that, that I have to ask God for the grace that if Pastor Candace comes into my office and I deal with the issue with Pastor Candace, there's a grace. It took me a while to get into, into that thing. You know, to really understand and have a revelation of the power of that thing. I can speak to Pastor Candace, right? We can have an argument. Or in ministry-wise, I can speak to her about something. The moment we've dealt with that thing, I look at Pastor Ken. Those who have been long with me know what I'm talking about. You can, and then if you come with something, just after that, we sit in a meeting, you give me a good, good advice. If I ask for advice, and I look at Pastor Candace without any reservation. You know, some people, some people can't do that. And I understand how difficult it is because remember, you're still dealing with that whole thing. But I promise you, the moment you walk out of my office, it's over. That's why I can come to you and I can greet you, I can love you, I can hug you. And some of you will look at schizophrenia or what? No, it's not. I forgave you. It's over. It's like it never happened before. I walk in here and everybody looks at me like, like, like his father Christmas. Nothing has happened. Am I right? The longer you will walk with somebody that has gone through that thing, the, the quicker you will catch what's on him or her. Right? You can't leave. I pray for my leaders that you will have that same grace to play the ball and not the man because many people can get hurt. Because we, we as leaders have got great influence and people get hurt easily. But can we handle people that even offend us? We ask them to come, they didn't come. Can we still pray for them? Can, when they come, can we still reach out to them? Can we, can we deal with that, with the ball and not the man? We have to address the situation. Can you deal with some people at work? Where if the issue is done, it's done. You know at work, people can talk behind you, but they can't, can't talk to you. Can you deal with that thing if it comes out that somebody that you think was there for you is against you? You need the love of God to be able to handle that. Amen? To be able to handle. And then it's the small things as I end off. Can we handle it? Love. Faith worketh by love. And we cannot please God without it. And love. We can't please God. But I want to encourage you. This year will be the greatest year of your life. Amen. As you apply these powerful truths. Take it step by step. And then test man. Test how far the test will come. And you'll see the church as the church grows. You'll start to see people that have not that revelation. Will look at your life. you, And they'll say but how did, how did you make it? And now through your experience, you can deposit into them. Are you with me? Are you with me? I, I pray that the grace of love that has been extended to us and to you and to me, I pray that we will activate it through the living, working, walking of the faith. That you will walk out and say, you know what? I have received truths and I will apply the truths for my benefit. And as I start to do this, I will walk in aiming to please my God and Savior. And as I grow, 
I pray people will see it and they will. They will see the benefits of serving God and loving God and living His way to His glory. Let our lives never, never, never be moved by what we see but only through the hearing of the word, speaking of the word, and living the word in Jesus' mighty name. Maybe there's somebody in this place that says, but, but I want to love, but I, I, I can't love like, like I ought to. And I've heard that, that, that it's only through the word and through Jesus Christ that I can live this truth. Maybe you're not saved, or maybe you're backsliding, you want to come back to Jesus today. And God is calling your name. He's calling you to a place of righteousness in Him. And, and, and this morning, God has afforded us the opportunity to speak the living word. And right where you are, just raise your hand and say, I would like to make Jesus Lord of my life. Or as a backslider, I want to come back to Jesus and live my life for Him and grow in Him. And make Him Lord of my life. Right where you are, just shoot your hand up quickly. We want to pray with you. We want to lead you to Christ. This is your time. This is your season. And there's no greater time than now. We're living in the last of the last days. Right where you are, just shoot your hand up. Maybe you've invited somebody. And please take the liberty, be a soul winner. Ask them, softly ask them, do you want to make Jesus Lord of your life? If they say yes, tell them you walk with them. And uh, we're going to pray with them. And God will bless them. Right where you are, right where you are. As the team ministers, we want to invite you to come. Ask, even if there's somebody new, a face you don't know. We must never take it for granted that everybody is saved. Ask them. And if they say, yes, tell them you'll walk with them. And we're going to pray with them. And we're going to stand with them. That they grow strong in the Lord. Amen? One, two, three. Do it quickly. Do it quickly. Do it quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. There's no one like you, Lord. We worship you. I believe that this year is a supernatural year where God is going to do the impossible. He's going to make it possible. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for those who are believing God for something supernatural to happen this year. Souls coming. The supernatural act. And then also businesses prosper and flourish. And also those that don't have work. That God will open doors so that you can walk into it. If you want to be included in this prayer, I want you to stand quickly. <clears throat> so we pray for souls. We pray open doors. We believe in the God of miracles. We believe that God is a God of impossibilities that makes everything that's impossible possible in the mighty name of Jesus. If there's sickness in your body, it must go in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come boldly before the throne of mercy. And we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory. Thank you for being good God over this house and over the families of this house. We pray, Lord God, every person sitting under the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord God, every point that you meet them at the point of their need. I pray, Lord God, that you are an abundant giving God. You give in abundance, Lord. I pray this year, Lord, let it rain on this house. Yes. Let it rain on the guests that's here. Yes. Let it rain on the children that's here. Yes. From the north, the south, the east, and the west, Lord. Let it pour down blessings, Lord God. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for a spirit of understanding. Thank you for your healing power in this house. Thank you for breakthroughs, Lord God. Even those that we haven't prayed for, Lord. You are good God. You give more. You always give more, Lord. We give you praise and we give you honor. 
this is the best year we declare in you this is the best year of our lives in jesus mighty name give god one more praise in this place